0: Hello, this podcast is sponsored by Now Alchemy. Now Alchemy is an amazing company that has formulated the most powerful substance in our body that was taken way back in the Egyptian era, known as the food of the gods. Not only does it bring in balance, happiness, and increase your intuition— It decalcifies your pineal gland, which opens up your third eye and increases your light body, allowing your consciousness and your awareness to be open and aware of everything that is going on. The high-level mineral source which we need today on our planet is so important. With the fact that the earth itself has been overturned so many times with all of the farming industries, that we do not have access to the rich ormus that is available on this planet. And thanks to now alchemy, we do. We now have the substance that our body needs that is brought in from the Himalayan mountains and the Dead Sea. Ormus, which is a powerful energy source that moves through your body and brings together a whole synthesis of information to every part of your body. By bringing this mineral source, you are nourishing your body at a cellular level. I love the company for what it stands for and its ethics and it has been a sponsor of ancient wisdom today podcast since the beginning and that's why I always ask the tribe to support the sponsors who are sponsoring this show because I go through each of the sponsors with strong ethics and integrity to make sure that whatever they are bringing forth is in line to the planet and into you and for all of us so that we can grow and have health and wellness in our lives. Ormus' company spends a lot of time with advanced scientists, naturopaths and doctors and herbalists to formulate a sourcing technique that brings in the highest quality of organic ingredients from the most mysterious and desolate countries in order to bring the magic in the bottle, which is Ormus. Now alchemy is not just for health and wellness, community, but for all people seeking to become their greatest version of themselves. And I've been taking this product for many months, and it has been such an addition to my shamanic love that I bring to the world. And how I bring love into the lives of people is by keeping myself healthy and happy and lifted and shifted. By bringing the highest source of minerals in my body, I am able to hold a high vibration of energy and light when doing healing work, or when I'm speaking to large groups of people, and when I'm here lit and doing Ancient Wisdom Today podcasts. So I invite you to experience the amazingness of Ormus. They have so many powerful selections that you can choose from, from 24-karat gold Ormus to Shilajit to Nano-Enhanced CBD to Elysium, each bringing a different blend of energy to your body. And I honestly say that this company is really changing the lives of people ever since I've mentioned them and shared them with all of the people in the tribe. I've been getting letters and letters of people's lives that have been changing. And not to mention the fact that those who have suffered so many times from PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression, confusion, fog brain, and all of these other symptoms that have been plaguing us because of the onslaught of aggressive energies on our planet. By taking Ormus, these things are cleared, neutralized, and allowing you to have more balance and groundedness in who you are, as well as enhancing your mind so that you're able to think clearly and have a stronger focus. You can get Ormus by contacting com. That's www.nowalchemy.com. And if you use the code shaman you'll get 11 percent off every purchase you make i'm so happy tribe that we are putting beautiful things in our body because putting beautiful things in our body is putting beautiful things in our mind and our spirit and that allows us to shine and radiate our truth in this world as leaders i love you enjoy the share Exciting news, Tribe. My book, Spirit Hacking, is now available for pre-order on Amazon. Please go check it out. Please pre-order it so that the more pre-orders we have, we can make New York Times bestseller, so that we can invite and ignite and bring more people into our tribe so that they can become leaders of legacy, and we can change this world for the better. I love you, Tribe. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years, and with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello tribe and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And I know things can be a challenge. I get it. I'm in a human body just like you. And where we come from, there is no suffering, there is no pain, there is no sadness, there is no war. So it's quite a challenge to be in the Biological (laughs) spacesuit. But I just want to let you know I love you. I love you so much. And I want you to know that. And if you don't know that, then know it. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Now, with that being said, my love is here. It's always going to be here. It's never going to change. It's unconditional. It's unconditional. But what I need from you is I need you to learn from me and the way I love you unconditionally. Because at the end of the day, no matter how many people love you and no matter how many hugs you get and how many times people tell you you're amazing, you're the one who has to say that to yourself. I know, I know, I know. You probably haven't said it a lot to yourself. And I don't blame you. I mean, you're living in a world that taught you that the antiquation of your value is everything that someone remarks from the outside or the rewards that you get. (laughs) Look, they turned the idea of any aspect of your being from accolades into literally a Santa Claus story. You do good, you get gifts, you do bad, you get punished, you get spanked, you get told off, you get yelled at, you get broken up, you get alone, you get abandoned, you get pushed away, you get ostracized, you get made fun of. And you know what? That was the darkness's fault. Yeah, it was the darkness's fault. They infiltrated religion a long time ago, knowing that if they could get people to believe that God, The creator could ever leave its state of macro to become a micro. And human beings would believe it because of the fact that every single person, like, you know, like the telephone game, you know, one person started this idea, then it went to another person, another person. And on the way around all the many different people, it changed and got worse and worse and worse. And I'm sure darkness knew exactly that would happen because human beings don't take information the positive information and spread it around like fire they take the negative information and spread it around like fire and that's why we have to realize that when i say fire it's literally the virus that they spread around you see but when you're lit And you have real fire, which is spirit fire, that powerful white bluish fire that burns from the core of your being because the presence of the divine is blazing from within and illuminating you because your words and your thoughts and your non-reactive behaviors are allowing you to be able to access that deep dimensional resource. Sometimes people have an issue with the word God. I don't. I did it one time, and then I realized that I allowed some, you know, group of people, or should I say, you know, uh, religion, to make me uncomfortable with a word. I thought that was silly. I let a religious group make me uncomfortable with a word called God, so I started calling it you know, Mother God and Source and this and all these different things. And honestly, it doesn't really matter because God doesn't really care what you and what words you call God as long as you understand what God is. And I can tell you what God isn't. God isn't angry. (laughs) I know. Yeah. God doesn't get angry. God doesn't punish. And God doesn't get jealous because God can't go into a lower dimensional frequency while sustaining a divine frequency, such as the macro. It can't be the macro that steps into the micro or the macro would cease to exist and then everything would cease to exist. Something has to hold a perpetual field of consciousness. So through that perpetual field of consciousness, God creates itself in many forms so that it can constantly have different viewpoints and different ideas kind of like choosing many different colors and some colors that humans can't even see with their eyes unless they open up certain gateways within their body for them to be able to access different dimensional frequencies that are there but they exist within different fields of consciousness different waves of energy and if you've been taught to only see one form of energy and you know then that's what you'll see but if you really understand that God is not those things, darkness, the underworld beings, the ones that need a perpetual space to hide from their responsibility of taking action and consciousness on the things that they did when they did have a human body in this dimension and in other dimensions, doesn't want to take responsibility for that. So they need a realm to hide from the light and they created um, a void. And that void is for any being who doesn't want to take responsibility for what they did with their powers as a creator. And for those who can and can accept it and release it, they can go into the light. Because the light is exactly what it is. It's light. It's not just light in the light, in the sense of the light. I mean, it's really light. Like there's no heaviness. And the understanding is, is that when you die, if you do have issues, such as you know things that you couldn't accept about your life things that you did to other people that you saw and how it affected everyone because of it because you're not just shown your life you're also shown the life of how you affect every other person and how those people were affected and how those people were affected and so forth so you get to see how that creation of yours that energy right that seed has grown into many 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 seeds That's why it's important for us as human beings to really take up the helm of grace, right? You're like, what does it mean to take up the helm of grace? Well, it means that you recognize that every time you open your mouth or say something to another person, you're either creating or destroying them. That's the responsibility of God. That's why we are here. As we also get to bring home and transmute the the darkness into the light, through transmutation, through our vessels as being hosts, we also get to learn how to become more adept at creating, right? So the more we can create from a place of multidimensional consciousness, the more we get to create and expand more universes. So... What we don't really see or understand is that every time we impart love, we're building new universes and new galaxies and dimensions. We're letting God know what's possible through our our resistances and through our expansion. Right. So it's like, if we think about it, the God that's inside of you, that beautiful source, that creator, is this powerful intelligence that's waiting for you to say what it can do and who it is. You see, it doesn't have its own idea of what it is and who it can be because it exists differently within each person, but it's still the same God. That means my soul is your soul and your soul is my soul and vice versa. However, the soul that's inside of me, which is also God, wants to have an experience as me. And the soul that's inside of you, that is God, wants to have an experience that is you and the soul that's inside the animal wants to have an experience that is God that wants to have an experience as that animal or that tree or that flower or that blade of grass or that wind or that sun or that moon or that earth that's why we have to let go of all forms of discrimination and racism and fear of of things that are different from ourselves because it's just God showing up in a different form, to experience itself as that. Just because we are God in this form, experiencing ourselves as this, doesn't mean we should get mad or fight or feel inferior to someone else because we don't understand them. Perhaps we don't need to understand them. What we do need to do is accept them and so when we understand that when people act out like when you have people who are raping and killing and doing all of these things and so forth i mean there's a lot of people in the world who go to church and who say they love god and do all these things and then you know they work in government and they have no problem passing a policy that will literally decimate people in the earth in such a way but then they consider themselves sacred and holy and without fault what they don't understand and what they will understand when the time comes for their departure is that their actions affected the lives of so many people and that's what is looked at the first thing that's looked at is one your relationship with creation your relationship with that unseen force that lives inside of you again, which is a powerful force. I I think George Lucas was onto something when he created Star Wars, because it is a force, but the force isn't forcing anything. The force is just an energy that exists, and whoever wields the highest level of it, meaning being aware that it exists and gives it instruction to know of what it can do, right then the stronger their force. Everyone has one it's just that the difference is is that there's some people who have been turning their force into darkness by telling it that it's ugly and it's fat and it's stupid and it's dumb and it'll never amount to anything and that no one loves it and all of this stuff and so the source goes oh that's what i'll become that's what that's it and then whatever it becomes you become and that's what your life becomes and so we have to really understand that so when we look at you know any kind of complications like being you know going through any major complications in our life we have to understand that that some part of our being is telling the source within us that that has to happen you see what 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 people find out is that religion and all of that should have easily been dismissed and taken only the love aspects of, of God's teaching. Doesn't matter if you're Muslim, or if you're Buddhist, or if you're, if you're Baha'i, or if you're Tibetan, or if you are Christian or Catholic. Uh, it doesn't matter what you are. If you're if you are into Judaism or Kabbalah, or if you practice hoodoo, or if you're Mukumba, it doesn't matter. Energy of Source or God is energy and how you wield it and what you wield it through is up to you if it's creation or destruction (laughs) yeah there's the rub the simple rub is this is if you tell god meaning tell yourself that you are not bright in this and that and the other and that you're a bad person and all these things then god inside will make you those things that you speak You see, because God doesn't live in a field of duality, right? quantum entanglement. God doesn't live in that field of duality. Actually, God lives in a perpetual field of creation and can never leave that field. And through its experience of us as it, it gets to experience all the myriad of different ideas of creation. But the core source of God is creation. It's creator. It's a creator cell that is, that, that is just omni and omnipotent and omniscient. And it lives in a perpetual state of its own divinity. That's when people say, how, can, how, how did all of this start? you you can't look at it in that form you can't look at it in a linear form as if there was a start or an end because that's only linear and i'm not going to go into depth and explain it to you either because the third finite mind doesn't have the exact words i can feel it which would be to describe you the feeling of it and then describe it into words but i can't explain it to you directly even if i was to speak of quantum physics it's even more than that you see the understanding of creation is in the observation of itself Through the observation of itself and 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 itself and itself and itself and itself. itself. There is a multi-dimensional aspect of viewing. That multi-dimensional aspect of viewing creates an energy source that allows itself to see itself in many forms and that self and the other selves learn from each other to create new forms and those forms create new forms and those forms create new forms and then how did it all begin well i don't have that information and how it began because the idea of beginning is an illusion so in order for me to explain it to you it just is you can't put it in any other words i can't put it in any kind of description because it just is and that's all i could say to the third finite mind which is the brain in which we have been given in this embodiment of this biological spacesuit i can't say in reference and say this is how the beginning started because beginning doesn't move beyond this dimension like on earth we have this idea of linear projection that linear projection gives us idea that there's a beginning and end. We use the cycles as well as the decay, as well as the degradation, and well, of anything that is aging or processing itself into back into a, a form of dust, as we say, you know ashes to ashes dust to dust you know as you say people will look at their lives as a child and then they grow up and become an old person and then they die and they return back to the earth and they so human beings see that as a progress of beginning and end but it isn't <laughs> oh no you see if that was the state then we would have to say it's the beginning of the beginning of the beginning of the beginning without end because then that would be much more accurate from our thinking process we so when we go into ideas that god could be angry and god could have fear and god could have jealousy and people say well god doesn't say in in these books that god has fear well when you anger is fear anger is a reaction based out of the unintelligent information that data has not been processed correctly and has been given in the idea of insult, injury, and insecurity. So when someone gets angry, it's because they're not pausing to take a moment of looking at the energy that they're actually feeling that is too much for them to handle, or that they feel like something is happening that goes against their blueprint or their will or their idea of what they see, what's right for them, as to say. So when you get angry, you're angry because of something that you either didn't get you couldn't see you felt like someone else couldn't see or you were hurt because you took on someone else's emotional ideas or thoughts that they projected to you and that you they were in negative tone meaning negative vibration lower frequency and you took it on and you got hurt but that's not the person's fault that's your choice to decide if you want to be hurt or not someone can say to you the most derogatory disgusting vile things and you can simply say which is a practice and I do it all the time. I did it just recently, you know, so one on Instagram, uh, we made a comment because I said, I made a post and they said something to me in regards of, you're not a shaman, you're a fake, you're a phony and stuff like that. And I was like, thanks for letting me know. And that's it. Thanks for letting me know. Okay, cool. Thank you. You shared that. All right, all right. And that goes in the trash can. But thanks for letting me know. You know, and uh, you know, maybe that person just needed to vent, and that's what they needed and but it doesn't mean it has to stick. It doesn't have to go in. It doesn't have to uh, to to marinate in my being. It doesn't have to go into my cells, into my bones and my muscles and my my bile and my blood and go into my brain and my organs. It doesn't need to go there. It stops at thanks for letting me know. okay. And that's it. Or thanks for sharing. You know, or, you know, thank you for sharing me how you feel, you know, and that's it. But we don't need to take it on. We don't need to put it in any further. We don't need to take a sticky note and stick it on us or draw it on us, or paint it on us, or tattoo it on us, you know what I mean? And so that's why people suffer. People suffer because they don't hold the quality of God's love in place. They they vacillate from it, they move from it, they dance around it. They don't stay in the center of it, which is where you're cocooned. So everyone gets to coexist as they are in the frequency and the likeness of God through their being And in shamanism, We have this understanding that the coexistence of all things, is it matters, and we should have respect for all things. And even if we don't understand it, if we don't get it, if it doesn't make sense to us, if we're like, oh my God, it's threatening me, nothing is threatening you, you're threatening you by creating an idea that threat is even possible. No one's doing anything to you other than just showing up and being them. Hmm? You know, you could have a bunch of people who live in a world where everyone wears yellow, okay? And one day, this one girl decides to put on blue. But everything in this world is yellow. There, no one does anything other than yellow. I mean, sure, they know there's other colors, but yellow is the color they choose for their planet. And she decides to wear blue immediately people will start to be uncomfortable thinking that she's doing it to hurt them or to do something against them or to you know, disrespect them. And they'll start to find reasons to see it as a threat. But the reason why they see it as a threat is because they've told themselves, that it is a threat, That fact that they're telling themselves that they become the threat of the very thing that they're actually talking about. And the very core of it is because they become a threat to themselves because they walked away from their center of God's love that that, that is permeating this beautiful powerful energetic field around them that says you be you i be me and we're good and it's all right and it's fine and i don't owe you anything and you don't owe me anything and it's good and that's all right and it's fine and it's great and so therefore if you want to wear purple and we're all wearing yellow we all decided we wanted to wear yellow and we're fine and we're happy and we're not threatened by you and if you want to wear purple that's your choice but we're still going to wear yellow and that's okay But that's not what happens on planet Earth, you see. On planet Earth, we might try to kill that person. We might lock them up. We think something's wrong with them. Why are you defying us? Why are you hurting us? How could you be so disrespectful? You don't care about us. You just want to single yourself out. You're trying to get attention. You're being egotistical. I mean, all kinds of things that could be said to that girl. And all she could say is simply, I see how you feel. Thanks for letting me know. I just like blue instead of yellow. (laughs) I just like blue instead of yellow, and that's it. And so when we get into that space, we begin to awaken, right? That frequency of the divine that we're sitting in the center of, cocooned, but not cocooned, however cocooned, And being able to be like these cells that are just literally going through the stream of life and not being affected because another cell chooses to be different from you. And so when we do that, we begin to create what we call a cosmic chain. And this cosmic chain then creates what we call an evolutionary field. And that evolutionary field then draws in certain energies from Other dimensions that have already uh, uh, gotten over that level of consciousness and awakening and all the energy that they have utilized in their grouping of soul um, progress and evolution then transfers over to us. That's why they always say, like, you know, if you choose to make changes in your life, you're affecting everyone else who hasn't made change to be possible to make change because you become a show of example. Even if you don't don't know that person, and that person is living in, in Calcutta or living in Dubai or living in Morocco or Turkey or wherever or China or Singapore. It doesn't matter. Maybe they're in New Zealand, maybe they're in Australia, maybe they're in Bali. Who knows? But the point is, because they were willing to confront with love some aspect that you have been having difficulty with, the lightning of your load becomes easy. And you begin to understand when I say to you, take up the helm of grace, the helm of grace. That means that you are aware if you're creating or you're destroying. Every time you engage in yourself for healing, you're not just healing yourself, my darlings. It's not a one-person experience. Just like right now, as you are listening to me while you're all gathered in the tribe, there are people from all over the world who are listening. I I got a, a beautiful from letter, from people from Africa, from Indonesia, from China, from Japan. Thank you, shaman. Thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for making things clear for me. Thank you for speaking my language. I feel like finally my soul is heard. But it's not my soul is heard, it's our soul is heard because we're all connected You see? And so, as every person in the tribe begins to overcome certain obstacles and resistances and barriers and limitations, then so do we and the in the process of our ability to move through it has become easier because they have taken up the helm of grace not just in what their actions are and what they think or what they say out, out of their mouth but also through the ability of how they engage life engage Issues, engage drama, engage pain, engage suffering, engage loss, engage prosperity. If these people have truly engaged those things, then we will have a stronger, more easier path to be able to support and get the information to the people that need it without hesitation, without reservation, and without any part of the self creating any form of disconnect or disassociation because we are operating in a field of consciousness that says, as I evolve, you evolve, and vice versa. So there becomes this beautiful symbiosis of energy that begins to transmutate lower frequencies into light simultaneously, by our willingness to recognize that either we're creating or destroying in our words in our actions and our thoughts and the way in which we choose to perceive. So a lot of the suffering, a lot of the programs that we say, you know, people say, oh, I have these belief systems, I have these programs, and it's just so stuck inside of me. I don't, think that the word stuck inside of you with um, putting a period at the end of that statement is what you want God to create. Every period is basically you saying, so mote it be, so it is, ashe, you know, the, the list goes on and on, abracadabra, To understand, every time you put a statement such as, I am this, you are saying the same thing, as it is, so it is, so mote it be, abracadabra, let it be done, as above, so below. You know, you are signaling the energetic frequencies of the universe to contain the information of your creation and bring it into fruition, (laughs) we've got to be more wiser than that. We have to make sure that we are listening to what comes out of our mouth, not how well you can do a downward dog. Or you can go into some form of uh, some breathing, fire breathing or technique, or that you have sat inside, uh, you know, uh, a vipassana and you have done, uh, you know, a meditation, a silent meditation and so forth. What good does that do if you can't even change your vocabulary? If you don't even choose to make a choice to make elective decisions to speak with power that creates and lifts and shifts and st- Instead of drowns and uh and separates and causes pain and hurt look look i get it there are some people out there who are just just really going through it you understand and those people may say something to you that is not loving let them speak as the great maria antoinette said let them eat cake i say let them speak but you don't have to keep your attention and you don't have to take what they say and bring it into your body and react to it. You just have to observe them. And then when they speak, what you'll hear is where they're at in their evolution. If someone is speaking and saying, well, you're this and you're that and this and that, you can see where they see themselves in their evolution. But if you're reacting and taking it personally, then you believe them. So don't come to any healer or any shaman or any medicine woman or any Reiki master or anyone for that matter and say, I don't understand why people are so mean to me. Well, I mean, people are just being them and you're the one who's mean to you because you elected to believe them. That means you believe what they say. If you're reacting, it means you believe what they say. If you're arguing, you're trying to prove a point, but you're still believing what they say. So, you have to make decisions, educated decisions of non-reaction. Because if your words aren't matching your heart, then just don't even start. I'm going to say that again. If your words aren't matching your heart, don't start. Don't start And if your words aren't matching your heart Don't start Don't start You can't have your words Say things just the way you want them to be If your words aren't coming from your heart Don't start And set yourself free if your words aren't matching your heart Don't start, don't start And if your words aren't matching your heart Don't start, don't start Because if you say something That isn't pleasant and loving You will fall apart Because the pain of the dark will take you, will break you, will fake you and mistake you. So if your words aren't matching your heart, don't start, don't start. And if your words aren't matching your heart, don't start, don't start. Because time has come again and again. It's time for you to listen that you are a creator and you're here to bring the love. So all you have to do is speak from your heart and everything will be. Alright, alright, alright So I'll say it again one more time If your words aren't matching your heart What do you say everyone? Don't start, don't start Again, get this in your head If your words aren't matching your heart Don't start, what? Don't start If your words aren't matching your heart, what everyone? Don't start. Don't start. That's right. Say it again. If your words aren't matching your heart, don't start. Don't start. You got it? Great. Because if your words aren't matching your heart, you don't start. You gotta realize that you are the creator. You're destroying or you're creating. That's a huge responsibility, but not one that you cannot handle. You have the ability to do it. And just because someone else wants to walk around as a destructor, you don't have to be. You don't, because you are a light that is love on. If someone wants to walk around like a destructicon, remember that you are love on. Love stays on with you. It always stays on. It never turns off. The light never turns off. It's not like when you go in your house and you turn the light on and you turn the light off. You don't do that with yourself. You are to be an everlasting light source. How else are you going to understand how to be as a god? See, God is saying, I need you to continue because that's what creates eternity. Eternity is the fact that we merge into one another. I'm holding the spark of love constantly in this perpetual field of unconditional love. You are a spark of that light, of that love. You are a spark of that light, of that love that is aware of itself because of the spark of light of that love. And what I'm asking you is to be that light and that love so that you can co-create back in the center with me. That's it. So, as we begin to understand these things, we, 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 we begin to understand our words and the way in which we speak and you will hear me say this a lot in our shares and and don't and, and and don't be discouraged if you make some mistakes here and there sometimes i catch myself saying things i'm like up 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 up, and i start laughing <laughs> i was about to say i can't <laughs> you know and, and sometimes i'll catch myself and i'll be like oh my goodness I'm gaining weight and I'm like, "Oh my goodness, I'm not gaining weight. I'm losing it. And the fat is burning off of my body just because I decided to break OMAD for the holiday season with family and get back on. It doesn't mean I have to call myself a fat ass, right? Or that I don't look good or, you know, all these kind of things." Right, A friend of mine, uh, an old friend of mine used to, that we don't really speak that much anymore. However, they used to always tell me I was Oprah. They're like, oh, you're pulling an Oprah. I'm like, okay, great. Which I don't know exactly if that's supposed to be funny or if that's, you know, whatever, but it doesn't matter. The point of the matter is is that if I hold what they said to me as my truth, then I will pull an Oprah. I'll go up and down in my way and I don't need to do that. You see, Whatever someone says to you, you don't need to accept it as truth. You could even say silently in your head, oh, you little fibber, you little fibber, you little fibber, you're not telling the truth. You're not telling the truth and you don't even have to say it out loud. They don't even know that this is going on inside your mind. This is a wonderful thing that you have. You can say these things inside of your mind, you little fibber. You're not telling the truth because you're not saying it with love and only love is the truth. And so anything you say outside of love is coming from distortion, which means it's coming from fear. It's coming from jealousy. It's coming from one of these energies from the underworld that are perpetuating through their mouth, toxic poisons and fumes and all kinds of things. That's why when people do shamanic training with me and stuff and they're coughing up stuff and they cover their mouth. I say, please don't cover your mouth because I want to see what color comes out. I want to see, you know, is it green? Is it red? Is it black? What is it? Is parasites? Is there little stuff coming out? Because then I know what kind of things you've been holding inside of your body. But when people are spewing venom, okay? Those people are spewing venom, it's black. When people are angry, it's red, When people are trying to control you, it's green, right? And so as we begin to uh, uh, enrich ourselves in the knowledge of shamanism and begin to understand the definitions why it's important for us to be mindful in our our day-to-day lives because we get to become this beautiful being of grace this we take up the helm of grace wherever we go we go no matter what you say and no matter what you do and no matter if you spit in my face and no matter what you act like i'm never going to walk away from my center of love that god and me sit in I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to take what you're saying personally. I've already said in my head, you're a little fibber because you're not coming from love. So that means that you're sharing with me. By me being silent and by me not reacting, I'm able to see what you're really doing. (laughs) Yes. Oh, Oh, said thee, as you continue to act this way in front of me, and I sit here silently, I'm not judging you, I'm observing you. And through my observations, I have found that these things that are coming out of your mouth is letting me know what world you live in, what your world looks like, what the people look like in your world, and how you dress, and so forth, and so on. You are literally giving me your whole entire experience of where you are right now in your evolution. So the thing is, is that when we... When we observe, we get such an amazing viewpoint. It's so cool to watch people. That's one of the reasons why I can't drink alcohol, because alcohol distorts energy. And I go out at night, I go have fun with friends, I go to art shows, I'll go to, you know, events and parties in Germany or in Berlin or in what if I'm in if I'm in um, Ibiza or wherever I may be, wherever I'm at, if I'm in London, it doesn't matter if I'm in the States. When I go out and everyone's drinking and just drinking and drinking and drinking and talking and talking and talking and all their little clusters, okay? I call them the insecurity clusters because if they're drinking, they obviously have a lot of insecurity. So they feel like they have to pile it on, get that, get that medicine in their body, you know, drown them up so they can actually allow themselves to say the things and do the things that they really, really wanna do without feeling guilty or shameful, but they can save that for later. So what I do is I just simply watch and observe. And people say, oh, shaman, you're awfully quiet. And I'm just, oh, I'm just, you know, enjoying my evening with all of you. And then sometimes I'll talk about things that I feel like if I need to share some information or knowledge or someone's asking me something or, you know, we're just talking about life and having fun and being kids. And yeah, but most of the time I like to observe. I'm the observer. I'm the person you'll see sitting in the corner, sitting on the couch, having an amazing time, people watching. I am a people watcher. I get turned on by watching people, like literally. And when I say turned on, don't get it twisted. I mean, turned on meaning lit up, fire, blue, white fire, moving through my body, kapow, watching everyone, just watching life, watching how people walk, watching how people talk, watching how people kiss each other, watching how people hug each other, watching people when they grimace on their face or they do different things. It tells me so much of where they are I know exactly where they are in their evolution. I can tell when someone comes to me in, in, in a session and sit down in front of me, I know everything that's going on just by the way they're sitting. I can go into someone's house and look at the way they decorate their house. I can tell you everything about that person and be completely accurate. Why? Because it's very simple to understand when you're not reacting or judging another person as right or wrong. I'm looking at them. I see how they do their house. I see how they sit down. I see how this person's talking to me. I see what's going on, but I'm not judging you. I'm not sitting here going, you're a bad person. If you want to drink and you want to do those things and you want to talk about things that really just don't have any point of view other than talking about things where we can actually join together and get together and use our resources to really create change in the world and that's what you want to do, then go ahead and do it. That's your choice. This is your life. That's called free will. And there's one thing I will never interfere with is free will because free will gives you an opportunity, or should I say, it gives God an opportunity to experience a myriad of different choices and decisions without any obstruction or affliction or any idea of control, which is why the spirit world, the underworld, meaning the spirit world is a big thing, but the underworld is one thing, right? And it's this little It's actually not really little, actually, let me just take it. Because dimensions are different here than they are in other dimensions. So let's say it's little in the sense of how can i say it's little in the sense of what where we are in our consciousness of what's possible but small but bigger in the idea of like it's vastness of how many beings are in the underworld and these beings in the underworld of course they want you to go into everything that is opposite of love because that means you defy god because that's what they did to themselves they defied god within them and then they left that you know sitting in this place and they decided to go to the darkness and hide out so they don't take any responsibility and then all that darkness creates is this perpetual fear of god and so they're afraid that if they go back to god they're going to be destroyed and so that's why they keep doing bringing more people in because it's pretty lonely in the underworld if you want to know my real thing about that i know because i've been there i mean i was a pharaoh at one time i remember what it was like when i died and i had to you know make certain choices and so forth and I made a choice I instead of going to the underworld I decided that I would create another another aspect of myself in another dimension that's also a possibility ah did you know that one (laughs) so some beings will choose to actually recreate themselves multidimensionally to learn so that they can move on would you say move on or should I say accept would be the better way of unexplaining it so I created myself as Shaman Dirk in this dimension and I in the other dimensions. And as I am doing what I'm doing in this dimension, while I'm perpetually operating from the same field of conscious from the other dimension, I'm transmutating things. And that's basically a whole nother share, but that's what shamans see as karma different than what hinduism sees as karma we see karma from the not from the stand of point of you did something wrong you need to be punished or you need to go through something we see it as an opportunity to correct imbalance from a loving state such as i love you that's why i'm willing to take this on because i'm the creator of it so it's like I'm not coming here to get a lesson because of things that I did. I'm coming here to clean up the mess that I made. So everything that's coming to me, and we'll get more into this in another share, but everything that's coming to me, I have to love free so that because I was the creator of it. And so I get to love it free. And then through that process, I'm able to transcend the other aspects of my multidimensional personality and therefore create what we call a living vortex. Now, what is a living vortex? A living vortex or soul group, Groupings. They are a group of beings that come to Earth simultaneously following each other throughout different dimensional gates, quantumly through their different bodies that are existing on those multidimensional fields. And so, what will sometimes people will have like 20, 30 lives, 40 lives, 100 lives, 200 lives, and they're existing, coexisting in those different dimensions with each other, experiencing each other from those different dimensions and following each other because whatever they're doing all coexists and sinks up from all those. Those other dimensions, so they're called soul groups. Right, and then you have so then you have that, and then you have what you're called your interdimensional groups. Your interdimensional groups are beings that are not interacting with you in the physical form. They're interacting with you from the spiritual form, but they also have shared other lifetimes with you, or what you would call other lifetimes, or other incarnates, or other existences that you've created of yourself that multidimensionally expand throughout the universe. Right, and so what happens is they they expand in what we would consider a circumference, which would be a circle there are like rings and rings within rings of that circle and that circle holds all of the different beings so you may be in communication with like an et or an angel but you don't realize that that et and angel is you in another dimension that is operating from that dimensional field to assist you in this dimensional field which is you so then what happens is you may have aspects of yourself show up and then realize that oh like i'm really talking to my spirit guide that spirit guide is you and but it can't reveal itself to you until you're able to accept your multidimensional reality. So other people don't accept their multidimensional reality and then what happens is they they perpetuate the same uh, dimensional field and therefore look for people to validate them or look outside of themselves for the clarification of who they are. When you begin to access your multidimensional reality field, you begin to recognize very well who you are and the lives that you are exactly existing in in a sub level. So that means that you are existing on those those levels right now and time that you know which is not linear which is actually moving in many different forms and not just one and can't be like put into any kind of equation or any kind of um, mathematical principle that we could ever formulate because the, the face it the formulation that we've created has limitations That being said, the formulations that we've created on Earth through our mathematical principles have limitations. If we are operating in quantum field, even the quantum field of a theory has limitations because there's something even greater than that. But we're not there yet because in order to get to that level, we have to merge certain parts of our education that we have on the planet so like it would be like taking science and spirituality and merging them back together instead of separating them when they started off being merged together and then they were separated uh because people wanted to pull religion they saw religion as spiritual so they wanted to pull religion away from science and science wanted to pull itself away from religion and religion wanted to pull itself away from science and yada 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 and so because of that Science exists on its own and spirituality exists on its own and every, every part of spirituality and all of its many different colors and shapes and designs and weavings of the tapestry, right, keeps itself away from the scientific unless, of course, you go into metaphysics. Where you're operating from spiritual context and theory, utilizing scientific principles in which to bring it into an understanding that operates from how does that connect here on earth in our visceral experience and how we're operating from that space. So when we get into that level of thinking you begin to realize that what you see as a problem in your life, what you see as a blockage in your life, and what you may think, oh my God, I can't live this life anymore. I should go kill myself because everything is too intense. You're only seeing one of the doorways of a million other doorways that you haven't chosen to look through. So I always tell people do yourself a favor. Don't just think that this is the only thing that is existing. There are multiple aspects of, of existence that you exist in, and you can access many of those fields of awareness that, that will give you the ability to move from all these complications and all of these roadblocks and all of these things that are happening to you that you feel is unfair or not good or not right and all these things. Instead of looking at it and recognizing that every single action that is done in your life that has caused you pain or suffering is an action done in the understanding of the definition of that which you've come to transmutate, meaning that which is a part of your mission. Like if I wasn't an alcoholic or a drug addict or didn't get beaten all the time as a kid and then had all this intensity within shamanism in my training and then had the religious side that was pounding on me as well and you name it. And then you deal with the sexuality that people have on this planet, which is like, okay, what are you attracted to? What do you like to be with? Who cares? It's about love. Why do you care? The point is because I was a, a by all those different energies and having to find all the boxes and labels that I could find to make sense of who I was as according to what the society and system was telling me that I had to do in order to understand myself instead of just understanding myself as a quantum being that is existing on multidimensional soul levels that I cannot be defined in a box or a check mark or some kind of word that would ever describe me because I am none of those things and that is allowing me to see the the totality of my beingness the eternalness of my beingness so if i was to put labels in boxes and things like that i would be missing out on my free will to experience things that i that would like to experience like you know maybe one day i want to eat strawberries and tomorrow i want to eat blueberries and let's say people in the world are like you can't eat blueberries you're a man you're not allowed to eat blueberries it's it's not okay girls only eat blueberries boys only eat strawberries And that's the, 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 let's say, for instance, hypothetically speaking, that's the world in which we live in, right? Because I'm just using that as a parable to the truth of what we actually really are going through on planet Earth, right? And let's say, for instance, I'm like, that's not fair because I was given free will. And free will means I should be able to experience what I want to experience as long as I'm not hurting anyone. And so, therefore... I choose to experience this. And all of a sudden people are like, oh, you're wrong, you're bad, you're this, you're that. Because everyone is, that's because they feel threatened. They feel threatened because they feel like by me doing that, that it could happen to them. And maybe that's not what they feel they want to do or the fact that they do want to do that, but they're afraid that other people would be mad at them if they did. So the thing is, is that we have to remove beyond these labels and checkboxes and see our multidimensional reality, take up the helm of grace recognize ourselves as creators and be able to step forth right and what does it mean step forth it it doesn't mean you have to go stand on a podium and speak on the corner and tell everyone how you know how they can become transcended no to step forth means to to be aware in action in words and thought that operates from the field of awareness of unconditional love and acceptance versus the field of, I feel threatened, I'm scared, I'm alone, I'm this, I'm that, and all kinds of things that can come through the the mind once hijacked by a bunch of nonsense that could literally cause your life to go into complete utter chaos. Nobody likes chaos, said the rabbit. So the thing is, I think if we are going to be able to truly understand the first principles of really getting into that place of transmutation on our planet is to take up the helm of grace. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. Create or destroy, create or destroy. What's it going to be? God. What's it gonna be? Because whatever you choose, if you're having money problems, that's because you're making those money problems. If you are having health problems, it's because you're making those health problems. And people could say, really? You think my mom made cancer and she died a horrible death? Uh, Yeah, I do. I'm sorry that's a difficult reality for you to perceive because you're looking at it through a finite mind. But the quantum understanding of that existence is yes. Every single thing that has ever happened to every single person and everything on any level, be it physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual, is orchestrated By us from our reality and our connection to God. So if we have a belief that God punishes and makes us suffer if we don't do good and we get rewarded if we don't do if we do bad, or if we say we follow the Bible or the Quran or anything, and there's stuff in the Bible that says you can't do this and you can't do that, even if we think it's outdated, even if we think it's, oh, it's, you know, like mixing wool and cotton is is outdated, so I'm sure that's not a big deal anymore. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Newsflash, if you believe the Bible, you believe everything that's in the Bible, and that's how your soul sees it. So your soul actually creates a photocopy of everything that's in that Bible and holds it to your truth. So if you all of a sudden believe that you know if you don't follow the Bible, you're a sinner, all of a sudden you put that sweater on that has a mix of wool and cotton, you're going to get punished because God inside you has to punish you because that's your belief system. Your belief system matches that which you have put your energy into. So that's why I always tell people, be very mindful about that which you choose to associate yourself with because that very thing you associate with has made a copy in the spirit world and God follows that copy to and now like when i say on point like god does not miss one point of that copy so if you have this idea that you have to go through karma in order to be a good person and that you have to go through all this suffering in order to rise up, then that's exactly what God will make sure you go through. And if you see, that's why in shamanism, I love shamanism because shamanism doesn't have that whole punishing thing. We don't have that whole doctrination of like, you're gonna be punished. This can, horrible thing can happen to you if you don't do this ritual right, You this thing can happen. No, our whole connection in shamanism is about being a child and having fun and playing and experiencing expressing and exploring and going into the world of magic and really going into the nature of spirit and the body and the mind and how they connect and how they connect with nature and the balance of nature the balance of understanding of cultural differences acceptance love foundation and play ecstasy bliss i mean The path of shamanism is pretty right on because it's not like, oh, if you don't do this, this horrible thing will happen because God will listen to that. But in shamanism, God listens to, oh, you want to play, you want to have fun, you want to do this, you want to da, 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 da. So be it. Because that's what I do. I'm a creator. So whatever you say, and whatever you think, and whatever you react to, I create. If someone says you're an idiot, and you go, "I'm not an idiot," I can't believe you say that to me. It hurt my feelings. Boom. That means you believe that you're an idiot. That means you just told your soul that you were an idiot, and now God has to make you an idiot. So your, your you know, your brain and everything gets lowered. Your cells and everything, you know, it's a whole bit, right? And this is something we really have to really step into the awareness of the awareness of creation and how creation really is versus what creation was told to be by the minds of people who have created creation to be kind of like this, you know, this very, uh, very disturbed man in the clouds who doles out a bunch of presents to those who follow completely, you know, and, and without, you know, hesitation or reservation and just complete piety or, you know, whatever it may be that they feel that they're doing and the ones who don't, well, you know, there's houses being dropped, cars being jumped dropped, you know, all kinds of uh, punishments and, you know, lump of coal and you know, hey, Santa Claus, how's it going? You know, it's literally Santa Claus laughing, ho 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 ho, laughing at not the fact that he's happy, he's laughing at us because he's just like, you guys don't even know. You think you think that's what God is? You can't tell by looking at a tree. You can't tell by looking at a flower. Hello, ho 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 ho, ho ho ho, ho, ho. you know? Because I mean, <laughs> think of the think of it in a little bit. It's kind of funny. It's like you can't look at the sky and look at the ocean and see its vastness and you think that god could that god could get jealous and angry it could go to the it, like it could create this majestic beauty of a human being it's intricate in not design of its body from a skeletal system to its cardiovascular system to its everything right and and then but yet, that same multidimensional creator—that that beyond Salvador Dali, beyond Rembrandt, beyond any major artist of Van Gogh or Picasso or whoever it may be—made them, and even greater than that made them and they became those artists that people marvel at and beethoven and all these many powerful people that created so many amazing things and that came from also spirit from god what makes you think god would ever stoop to the lowest level of that and say oh i'm gonna be angry i'm gonna be mad i'm gonna drop a house on you no i don't think so people come on (laughs) it's funny we play all day right it's just constantly playing all day but we need to play in the right way which is play with love not play with with these like nonsense you know um, trickeries and riddles and you know things that just really have no no point in existence to support us in our evolution of being these quantum you know animators of light on this planet pretty amazing quantum creators right so just kind of want you to think about that and let that kind of get in there and just marinate right in there. Just get that marinade right in there and just you know get it all inside of you. Just rub it inside your bones and your muscles and your joints and your brain and your, your words and everything because your life is meant to be wonderful and nothing can stop that. And no one can stop that. Only you can get in your way. So don't get in your way, my darlings. Shine your light very bright and be the illuminating light that shines throughout the night. I love you so much. If you're not following me on uh Instagram, please go do so so you can get in the lives and share your wisdom. And if you have something that you want to share, like a poem or a song, or you've written um some words of affirmations or you know, a prayer. You know anything that's audio um, based, you know, and it's your your it's your original piece. Please send it to Sam at shamandurek.com so we can share it with the tribe and share your love with the tribe, and invite to ignite. Invite to ignite. Ah, 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 ah. Chick, 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 chick. right it's amazing invite to ignite sharing with people on your instagram your twitter any kind of social media dinner tables wherever you're at you know any situation where you feel that you want someone to to be able to have access to the level of information that you're getting here in this tribe and our shares that will help them out of their 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 pain, their suffering, their lack, their limitation, and all of these things. Then, please, please, please invite to ignite. And if you want to level up, uh, go to my workshops. You can sign up at Shaman Dirk and, and go ahead and get my newsletter and figure out and you know where I'm going to be doing, where I'm at, because uh, you know it will have all that information. We're definitely upgrading the website so you so that you know. And if you haven't got your tachyon rods you're missing out. If you check out Meditation Wednesdays, I talk about the tachyon rods. I have them right next to me, right next to me, right here in my hand right now, because that's how amazing these rods are. I can't part from these rods. And every friend of mine comes over, even my brother-in-law came over and tried to hide them in his bag. And I was looking all over the house for my rods. I'm like, where's my rods? Where's my rods? Where's my rods? And he was like, I don't know, what are you talking about? I'm like, my rods, my tachyon rods, you know, you know which ones, the purple ones, the ones that I hold all the time, you know, and he's like, oh yeah, he's like, okay. He's like, well, can you get another pair? Because I really want them. I put them in my hand and I just felt all these things changing inside of me and never felt anything like that. And, you know, I'm a big skeptic and I was like, yeah, I'll get it for you. But I'm telling you, try, you got to get these rods, you know, so go listen to Meditation Wednesdays and listen and learn about the tachyon and it'll also be up on um, if you go to Instagram, you can go to my Link Tree to figure out like what to see like what kind of workshops I'm doing and what I'm getting into. It'll be up on that. And we'll also have it up on the site soon once we get everything finished by the new web person. So yeah, I mean it's about power, it's about energy, and it's about lifting your energy and your power and being the leader of legacy that you are, because you are a powerful star, and I love you so much. And until next time, my sweet loves, until next time.